Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos is the parsha of Yitzchak. And basically, what do we have in the parsha? Number one, in the beginning, the birth of Yaakov and Esav, clearly brought about by the prayers of Yitzchak and Rivka, which we'll return to in a few moments. Yitzchak wants to follow in the ways of his father. And when there is a famine in the land, he attempts to leave Eretz Yisrael. Hashem stops him, forbids him from leaving the land of Israel because he is the Ola Tamima. He is that sacrifice that was brought on the altar by the Akedah. And interestingly, our rabbis look upon the ash of Yitzchak as if it is Tzavur, spread out on the Mizbeach on high. He stays in the land, and the Torah tells us that though there was a famine that year, Farmer Yitzchak plants and he retrieves or is blessed with Hashem Meya She'arim a hundredfold. In a year of famine, from what normally would be produced, he got a hundredfold, clearly showing where the bracha comes from and the Perek, chapter 26. Pasuk 14 clearly shows us Ein Chadash Tachas Hashemesh. There's nothing new under the sun, and the roots of anti Semitism are given to us, whereby the Torah tells us the success of Yitzchak, take his name out and put in the Jew throughout world history, the success of the Jew is followed by Vayikanu Bo Plishtim, chapter 26, verse 14. And in this case here, it was the Philistines, but change it throughout world history. The non-Jew is jealous of the Jew, and what they do is they literally cut their nose to spite their face, they're willing to stop up the wells of Yitzchak because they know it's going to hurt him, even though they as well are going to be hurt in the process. And finally, we find the end of the parsha of Yitzchak blessing Yaakov according to what I heard from Rev. Aaron Salavechik Satsal many years ago, he wanted to create uh, a relationship between Esav and Yaakov, as indeed Yaakov creates later on between Yisachar and Zavulin. Zavulin would be the successful businessman supporting Yisachar, the Talmud Chacham. Yitzchak wanted that Esau would be the successful businessman supporting his brother, Yaakov the Tamachacham. But in this case here, the Torah shows us, Mami knows best. And just like 
in Parshas Vayera, Hashem sides with Sarah and says to Avram, Kol, Asher Tomar Elecha Sarah, Shma Bekola, listen to Sarah. Similarly here, Hashem tells Rivka, as indeed Rivka tells Yaakov, when Yaakov protests, how could I go and fool my father? Rivka says, Olai, to me, it was told Binavua, as is found in Targum Unculus. I'd like, however, this morning to focus on a very sharp observation of Rabbeinu Bechaya at the beginning of the Parsha, the third verse. The Torah tells us that Vayetar Yitzchak Lashem Lenochach Ishto, that Yitzchak prays to Hashem, literally opposite his wife or on behalf of his wife, Ki Akora He, because she is barren, she couldn't have children. Notes the Rabbeinu Bechaya. What is the primary and what is the secondary? If the primary is that Rivka could not have children, and that's why Yitzchak prays, then the Torah should have written, first, Fatihi, Rivka Akura, Rivka is barren, and then Yitzchak prays together with Rivka on their behalf. The Torah doesn't say that. The Torah puts the prayer before the reason for the prayer. In order to show us, says the Rabbeinu Bachayu, that the primary factor here is the prayer. Hashem wants, as our rabbis teach us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mis'aveh L'Tfilasan Shel Tzadikim. God pines and yearns for the prayer of the righteous. And it's for that reason that they, the matriarchs, Sarah, Rivka, and Rachel were all akoros barren, because God wants the prayer of the righteous. Now we have to try to understand what that means. It's not that God forbid He, Hashem, needs the prayer. He doesn't need the pleas and pretty pleas, or the pat on the back. Just the opposite. It is man who grows through prayer, through the special relationship that prayer brings between man who is supplicating and Hashem. And therefore, the Torah tells us that the prayer is primary, and in this case here, what motivated the prayer was her being barren. And therefore, one should extrapolate from here that the different sorrows, challenges that come to each and every one of us are really the cause in order to bring about our prayer. In other words, that this is such a 
different approach. We would normally think that prayer is in response. What comes first? What comes first is the tzara. How do I address the tzara? By praying. And what we're being told here now is no. Hashem wants you to pray. And therefore, He sends a particular challenge or a particular, quote, tzara. And the truth of the matter is, it's very, very possible that if man would only express his true thanksgiving, his true being appreciative on a daily basis. Thank God I don't have the toothache. Thank God I don't have the ingrown toenail. And thank God I don't have much more. And I, what I do have, and thank you, Hashem, then it's very possible that we would not have gotten the tzara in the first place. And I'll substantiate this by a most powerful medrash. The Medrash is found by Kriyas Yamsuf, whereby in Bishalach the Torah tells us, Oyayay, Vinei Mitzrayim, Nosea Achareyem. Mitzrayim was in hot pursuit after Bnei Yisrael. And what do Bnei Yisrael do? Vayitzaku, Bnei Yisrael, El Hashem. The Jewish people cried out to God. Now, listen carefully. This is not the first time we cried out to God. We cried out to God, if you go back to the end of chapter 2 in Shmos, the Torah tells us over there, Vayomos Melech Mitzrayim, the king of Egypt died, Vayayonchu B'nei Yisrael Avoda, the Jewish people groaned from the hard work that was imposed upon them, Vayizaku, and they cried out. Now, this is understandable that they're crying out because of its sorrow, and then immediately thereafter comes the snare, Hashem appears to Moshe, immediately thereafter comes the ten plagues, and immediately thereafter comes Yitzias Mitzrayim, we leave Egypt. Now, what happens when we leave Egypt? The answer is silence. What does that mean? It means instead of bursting forth, and the Torah tells us that as soon as they take a step out of Egypt, wow, Oz Yashir Moshe Uvnei Yisrael, then Moshe and the Jewish people sang? No, they did not. It's quiet. So Hashem waits seven days, and guess what? It's quiet. So what does Hashem do? Hashem then brings Mitzrayim, Nosea Achareyem. Now Mitzrayim is in hot pursuit. So what do the Jewish people do? The Jewish people call out, Vayitzaku. This is exactly what Hashem was waiting for. Had you only called out in thanksgiving, He never would have brought the tzara in the first place. This is such a powerful teaching. And the teaching is one which is so pertinent to each and every one of our personal lives. To look upon and to really believe that what Rabbi Kiva taught of Koma, the Ovid Rachmono, the Tav, whatever God does is really for the best. 
And indeed, Rabbi Akiva got this from his Rebbe, Nochem Ish Kamzu, who responded to everything, Kamzu Litova, it's all for the best. That the challenges bring out the best in us, our prayer, and indeed, as the Ramban teaches by the Akedah, Hashem knows that Avram is going to comply with his desire, Hashem's desire, to bring Yitzchak as a korban. So why was it necessary if Hashem knows? So the Ramban uses those very powerful words, Lotzi, to bring forth Mina Koach El Apoel, to actualize it, to bring forth this potential to its actualization. And so too, there is latent within all of us the greater potential for us to grow, for us to have a uh, closer, more intimate relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so oftentimes we don't realize what's really in our best interest. And so I pray that this parsha of Toldos, which shows us that the very beginning of our peoplehood, just like Avram, Avinu, and Sarah have to have their Yitzchak at a time way beyond the normal time for anybody having children to show that we are a people, Lamala Minateva, that we are beyond the norm. We are supernatural. Here too, Ele Toldos Yitzchak. Ben Avraham, how does the progeny, the next generation, emerge from Yitzchak, the son of Avraham? Vayetar Yitzchak Lashem. By Yitzchak praying for God. The nature of Yitzchak's children are different. A Yaakov comes out of a Yitzchak because of the intensity and the great number of prayers that Yitzchak and Rivka pray for their Yaakov. Shabbat Shalom to all.